For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Basketball and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always get the latest odds, the team matchup information, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. It's your continued source for all sports wagering information. And Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events like the NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag. Join and get a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Use the promo code BELIEVE to get your rewards. That's B L E A V. Believe. BetOnline, where the game starts. Welcome to the Kingdom of Pod, brought to you by Bet Online. Jeff Caves here in Flower Mound, Texas, some 30 miles, uh, a little bit west and south of uh, Frisco, Texas, where Boise State will take on North Texas. Of course, that news will wait for the moment because Boise State has their new offensive coordinator with, I guess, some word Olympics that took place during the last press conference for Andy Avalos. Most expected this to be happening next week, but for whatever reason, uh, Andy felt that it was important for the program to come out with the announcement uh, yesterday, which would have been the 14th of December, some one week before National Letter of Intent Day. And that may have early National Letter of Intent Day. That may have triggered this announcement. There could be some recruits, some people they want to get on. And now we understand Missouri's involved. They've got a bowl game and some recruiting. Um, they wanted to perhaps have some time to discuss all of this with the quarterbacks there at Missouri. And Eli Drinkwitz uh, un understands all of this quite quite well. He handles the play calling there at the University of Missouri. Uh, Bush was the quarterback coach and got some opportunities to play call, which I'll talk about in a moment. But that may have led to some of the timing, could be recruiting issues, administrative issues. It doesn't matter. It's done now. And I don't know that there was somebody else that said no, and then Bush was the number two guy. I can't say that. I would find it hard to believe that Kirby Moore wasn't somehow considered here because of his success in the Mountain West Conference, his success working with Tedford and, and Fresno State. Uh, but we may never know that answer. I would personally subscribe that uh, Kirby uh, may be content to be where he's at and transition from there into the NFL if and when Kellen gets a job. Uh, that would be 
one of the better plays I think uh, he could make. Let's get back to Bush, though. And, you know, Andy Avalos talked about wanting a home run higher and getting it with this particular one. And the trust that he has in Bush Hamden because of all the sourcing he can do was very important, it looks like to me, in this hire for Avalos. While he never played with Bush Hamden, never coached with Bush Hamden, the closest he got is in two places. I think uh, Bush was a student assistant at Colorado, and he was ultimately a graduate assistant there, and they missed each other. Um, <clears throat> and then they coached against each other. When Bush was the offensive coordinator at Washington, Andy the D.C. at Oregon, they had a game in 2019, and I think that's a decent theory that Andy would would admit that as a defensive coordinator, when you become a head coach, you want to know, well, who did I really struggle preparing uh, for? And would that guy be a good guy to be my offensive coordinator? And I think that may have had something to do with it in Andy's case because he knew how to scheme up uh, Bush, and then he saw the results. Uh, Washington hung 31 points on Andy's defense by about three or four minutes left in the third quarter. They got a two-touchdown lead at times. They jumped on Oregon pretty good. Oregon came back and won. But uh, nonetheless, that was their two occasions, I guess, that some of their paths crossed. If you look at who is Bush Hamden and who has he been around and, and taught and mentored with, well, you know, Chris Peterson had a big impact on Bush Hamden not only as a player at Boise State as a quarterback, uh, but later in his career when he was the offensive coordinator at the University of Washington, it was Coach Pete that grabbed Hamden back out of the NFL uh, from Atlanta over to Washington. And he had been there previously, and he left there for a job in the NFL with Atlanta as a quarterback's coach. Steve Sarkeesian at the time, the offensive coordinator there in Atlanta, and uh, Dan Quinn the head coach in Atlanta, Quinn, now, of course, the defensive coordinator in Dallas. Uh, but those are some of the people that have had a lot of impact on Bush Hamden. I think Eli Drinkwitz has had a lot of impact on Bush Hamden as well. He made him his quarterback coach. He made him one of the highest paid quarterback coaches in the country. He almost paid him as a, I don't know, uh, an assistant offensive coordinator. As I suggested, Bush did get a chance to play call the last couple of games of the year against Arkansas and New Mexico State. And there were public comments from Eli Drinkwitz that, yes, I may be trying this on for size. I may be giving up and I'm open to that. My coordinator responsibilities as the head coach here at Missouri uh, to somebody else. And I think that was a opportunity for Bush to see not only how he did, because they did quite well in those two games, but you know how did he work with Drinkwitz? How did Drinkwitz feel about what Bush did? And it's maybe a comment that, for whatever reason, Eli didn't think that's the direction he wanted to go, and Bush did. Uh, he, he wants to be his own guy, make his own play calls. He's 36 years old. Bush Hamden has been around college football in different spots as much or more really than Mike Sanford, a very well-traveled coach uh, who's older than Bush, but most of us are familiar with Sanford and he's had all these different stops. Well, I looked, you know, Bush has been in 10 different cities in 14 years in his career. He's had like 12 or so different jobs and that's all good. That means people want him. He's moving up. 
He's had a brush with Boise State before where I thought, and some of us did in the media as well, that he had an opportunity to be Brian Harson's first offensive coordinator because Bush was with Harson at Arkansas State when Harson got the Boise State job, and Bush didn't get an opportunity to come with Boise State and join Harson and company. Mike Sanford did. There was a quote from Harson at that time that Sanford was Harson's first choice and call, and Sanford left Stanford for Boise State and Harson. And Bush ultimately went, became an offensive coordinator for a very successful team at that time uh, at Davidson. And then he started climbing that ladder one more time. So I don't know if I would count Harson as one of his uh, mentors, but he was certainly around Brian quite a bit. So I'm sure he had some impact on a coaching level, but I don't know what the relationship is there or is not there. Um, as I look at it, you know, the offensive coordinator job at Boise State has been a coveted one for great reason. Uh, going back to, you know, Chris Peterson uh, or, you know, how Pete went from offensive coordinator to being the head coach at Boise State. That's a path for somebody. Uh, or the other coordinators who moved up and on, you know, Harson uh, to Texas. Um, you, you could look at other guys who had opportunities and, I know ultimately Coach Pease moved on and and ended up at Washington and some other places in Florida. Um, but Coach Hill at Arizona State uh, is another place. Coach Sanford left Boise State for Notre Dame. I know I'm forgetting a, a few there. And Eli, who's the head coach at Missouri now, left Boise State to be the offensive coordinator at North Carolina State. So if you're Bush... You're making five fifty a year at Missouri as a quarterback coach, not calling the plays in 2023, perhaps. You look at it and say, well, I can go to Boise State and win. I can get a great job out of there like many of the other people I've known have done. I know I have to take a pay cut, but okay. Uh, I'm a young guy. He has a younger family. He's moved quite a bit. Uh, I don't know how he's done in the real estate market with all the homes that that Bush has been in and out of. Maybe he still has, you know, designs and where he'd want to be in Boise. I, I don't know how that'll all work, but I would think this is a couple year stop for him if things go well. If and that's part of the picture here. He's coming here to do well. He knows that most people do, and they're on the right track now with an offense that is performing at a high level and scoring a lot of points. So I don't know if Bush Hamden uh, will do so well as to get a power five job in the next two years out of Boise State. I, I, he probably hopes so, but I would say this. If Bush Hamden does that well and Boise State does great, I don't know that Andy doesn't go with him. So if that happened, maybe Bush gets an opportunity to be the head football coach at Boise State. Sure happened for Chris Peterson. So Time will tell, but I'm sure all of these things run through Bush's agent's mind and through Bush Hamden's mind as well. There's no secrets, I think, in any of it. What kind of an offense uh, will he run? There was some some discussion that Andy was very happy by Andy's discussion with us in the in in our press conference. You may have seen that the fit was important. The tools in the chest, the offensive personnel at Boise State is in place, and he wants somebody to complement and help uh, grow that. And of course, Dirk Cutter knows it as well as anybody, 
And I was curious, you know, when Dirk came in, uh, Boise State was averaging 30 pass plays a game, 33 run uh, attempts a game, and 22 points. And they were two and two, and things were not going well. Uh, they had just come off a, a loss to UTEP where they only scored 10, and Andy had enough and needed to make a change. So in comes Dirk Cutter, and they go from averaging 22 points to 32 points. The run was pretty heavy. The run game went up about eight snaps a game to 41 attempts. The pass game uh, went down from 30 to 27. But as we all know, it was climbing, wasn't it, towards the last couple of games with Taylor Green. Certainly not a great performance for Taylor in terms of completions and what happened against Fresno State, but you can still see the progression in Taylor Green's career. And perhaps that was that Peter principle where finally in a championship game, the freshman quarterback scheme or decisions that he made trying to do too much and pressing, which is normal, kind of caught up with him. But I don't want to get too far off the point. I'm setting the stage for where's this offense now? Where can it go with Bush Hamden? Well, we don't know as much about Bush as a coordinator because the last time he was a coordinator was with Chris Peterson. And I know Coach Pete and every offensive staff member is involved in those game plans and their collaboration. And then ultimately Bush came up with the whole thing. And, and I'm sure Pete said, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's go with it. And that's no longer going to be the case when you have a defensive coordinator in type and Andy Avalos, who I'm sure still has some input. And I'm, I'm positive Andy loves running the ball as it takes pressure off his defense. It keeps time of possession on Boise state side, not putting his defense any more snaps than, than they want, but will, will Bush bring in trickeration, misdirection, shotgun, wanting to throw it 40 or 50 times, wanting to run it 40 or 50 times. Uh, will he go with whatever hot hand is there? Can he take advantage of the strengths of personnel and put together systems to um, to take advantage of their talents? Or is he young enough as a coordinator where he's going to have to have what he can do and ask those kids to perform that? Or is it that what knowledge Bush has of the types of offenses he runs and has run and wants to tweak is where Boise State's at with an emerging quarterback in Taylor Green, who's a run number, the run pass options, the, the zone read options, and all the things that Taylor brings to the table, that's in Bush Hamden's tool chest, okay? I'm thinking it's more of that. Uh, looking at Missouri's offense, which he was not ultimately responsible for, but he's coaching the quarterbacks. He knew it intimately well. I'm sure he had input into it with Eli Drinkwitz. Uh, it was a very run game heavy offense. And I was reading how some local people there interpreted how the Missouri offense ran. A very run heavy group, somewhat predictable, most likely because they could not execute consistently enough uh, early in the series on first and second down to give them more options. Um, they were a team that likes to do uh, a lot of quick throws get it out, let a guy make a move in space, and get it down the field. Sometimes that's because you don't have a drop-back game. You either don't have the pass protection or your quarterback uh, can't hit them or both. I don't know which it was. But that's what they were doing at Missouri. So, you know, Bush has a heavy dose 
of that in his background at this particular moment in his career and where he's coming? Would he have run the Missouri offense the same way that Eli Drinkwitz did? Maybe not. We'll never know, but we may find out with what lines up at Boise State uh, with Bush Hamden. Um, you know, I, I was just looking at the the other things that they did there, um, and I, I don't think we can get too far carried away with everything Missouri did or Washington and just say, that's what he's going to do at Boise State. Different opponents, different circumstances. It just doesn't apply that way to me as easily. So I think that look at his work, understand who he's worked with, know that Andy was able to get honest assessments from Chris Peterson. Uh, Cutter, I'm sure, is familiar with people in the Atlanta organization uh, that were there before or after uh, uh, Bush was. Uh, You know, Bush was coaching Matt Ryan, as did Dirk Cutter. Uh, he may have some thoughts on how that all worked. I think it's kind of interesting that, you know, Bush even got that gig. You know, he was in his early 30s at that time. Uh, they replaced uh, Bush in Atlanta uh, with a very experienced coordinator, quarterback coach, and Greg Knapp, who's passed away. But that's how they replaced him with. And, you know, I would think Dan Quinn and and Steve Sarkeesian had a lot of a lot of choices that they could have brought in and they chose him. So I think that's another feather in his cap and gives him some pretty good, uh, a pretty good credential. So I know everybody's saying, was it a home run hire? Is it a great choice? Um, Is it a splashy hire because you went out and got a power five, offensive coordinator somewhere or a head coach who's well known for offense at a uh group of five you know competitor or somebody like that P- probably not that part of it may not apply because he was the quarterback coach at Missouri uh Eli's not won more than six games there he's been bowl eligible there's he compete in the SEC there's a lot of reasons for all of it uh, but is he a fit no question and I think after what Andy's been through he had to come to grips and understand where the Tim Plow offense was going and make a big decision there during the season. That had to be gripping, knowing that, okay, I can put Cutter in there, not have to worry about it, but I'm going to have to be working behind the scenes to replace Dirk right away because he's not going to be doing this past this year. And so he bit off quite a bit during the season and chewed on it for some time. So, that was all on Andy Avalos's plate <clears throat> and whether or not, you know, Dirk Cutter, you know, signed off on it or not. Andy asked all kinds of people for input. There's no question about that. Why wouldn't he? And that's what made, I think, the fit for Bush Hamden quite well. A lot more to say about the Frisco Bowl, but I thought getting this uh, commentary out on where we're at with uh, Bush Hamden as Boise State's offense coordinator after what, uh, 14 years, Bush finally gets a job at his alma mater at Boise State. I'll have more to say about the Frisco Bowl in just a, a day or so. Thanks for joining me here on the Kingdom of Pod on the Believe Podcast Network. I'll talk to you soon again. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. 
No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.